all have circumstances in our lives that challenge us. Get Made with Greg Harris. It might just save your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Get Made Show with Gregory Harris. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Greg Harris here with the Get Made Show. G. Blackwell Harris, a.k.a. And I want to welcome any and everyone that was afforded the time to share the hour with us. I also want to welcome those that's listening to us on podcasts, uh, which we normally stream the following day, today being Sunday. We're broadcasting live from Hollywood, California here on the largest live internet radio streaming network on the planet, which is BBS Radio. And I happen to be on Channel One. Uh, you can link up or tell a friend, link up with us at getmade.global, just the easier form, and take you right to the site. You can listen in free. It won't cost you a dime. Uh, yeah, I just want to thank, as again, as I said, want to thank everyone. Hopefully you had a great week and a great day, great Sunday. I'm presently sitting up here tall in Hollywood, California. I'm presently watching my Oakland Raiders. I am an Oakland fan, an Oakland Raider fan, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. And I'll still be a fan. That's the one thing we share, Northern Cal and Southern Cal, and I guess now Vegas. So... Yeah, I frequent Vegas a lot anyway. My family's there, so it's a good thing. I want to, speaking of Vegas, I want to give a congratulations out to uh, cousins of mine uh, from Chicago. They're presently in Vegas getting married. That's Frida and, and uh, Lance Phillips. Uh, just congratulations to them and much happiness to them, as well as my daughter and her newfound friend and they seem to be excited and they're talking about making plans for marriage as well so congratulations to ashley as well uh onto the news you know i like to start the show off uh with a few news items that caught my eye uh, that i feel would be applicable with the show and of course kavanaugh everyone's talking about him and he's 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 slated in uh as judge now and i tell you let it roll. And as I said, I've always taken the stance whereas I'm not falling on either side as although things that they do in Washington, D.C. reflect me here in Los Angeles, namely being a driver, gas. So that in itself should make me feel some type of way. But what I do is I calculate it into my business here as a driver and, uh, you know, buckle in. And, and that's what I have to do because there's nothing I can go do. I can't uh, go to the gas station and climb up the, you know, the pole and change the prices myself. So it's no use complaining. So I got to pay what they cost. So whatever they got up there, I may not like it. I'm sure I don't. I don't like it, but I pay it. So said that to say that with Kavanaugh, just, I mean, he's the judge. He's the latest new federal judge. So congrats to him because uh, he was approved. Uh, you know, I like to talk about music because I am an artist. I'm on Spotify and the G Blackwell, like the mammal, B L A C K W L A 
Key. B-L-A-C-K-W-H-A-L-E. Okay. G Blackwell. Spotify and Apple. Um, Tale of a Blackwell is the name of the EP that's up. And I'm presently working on another that I'm looking to put up, uh, you know, with uh, my own vibe and uh, my own, you know, stories that I like to share and so forth, just like I do here on the show. Uh, but back to what I was talking about, about the uh, incidents that's been going on that, you know, that I felt would go along with what we talk about here. And just the other day, just yesterday, a local rapper here in L.A. got shot out here or got shot at. One guy got shot in the eye. And from what they were saying on the news, the guy right around the corner from me here in West Hollywood, West L.A. area. So not a bad area at all, which is my point. Doesn't have to be. Uh, the guys, uh, the news said the guys had 10, 15, 20,000 in, in cash in a bag. <laughs> in the car with them. And I guess someone got wind of it and felt they needed to have that. Same incident that happened to the young rapper in Florida down there, Triple X, when he was buying the motorcycle. And the eerie thing about it is the guy's Triple X and his, boy, that situation, they walked past him as he was about to buy a motorcycle or looking at what uh, type of bike he wanted to buy. The two guys that murdered him walked past him, allegedly murdered him, walked past him. So, but yeah, they killed him. Got it right on camera. But allegedly, like they like to say, looking right at it. But yeah, that and just uh, the music industry as a whole, just, you know, along with the culture, the fashion, the whole thing, not to speak on it in any type of ill way because... I like what's going on today with the fashion and the industry and the culture because uh, there's a lot going on with it that leads into everyday life, and which, which I'll make a point of that. But I was saying uh, I don't try to stomp on it or anything like that or talk against it because that's the culture. That's the culture that we in happen to be in in that particular industry. And the reason why I don't do that is because it's their turn. No matter if it's whatever type of music it is, if a person's putting a twist to it or an edge or their way or bending the corner with it or, you know, changing the flavor with it or adding the swag to it or, you know, whatever they're doing. That's what it is. And along with rap and R&B and love songs and so forth, Normally, usually a blues, uh, you know, even country and western. It's usually a person's story that we hear. Oftentimes, it's just a person's story or they're sharing their experience or another experience, someone's experience. Something happened. They're giving us the report on it, especially with rap. And that has just blanketed you know, sports, the sport, I mean, it leads, as I said, to everyday life, local radio station, even if you're listening to a talk show on your local news station in your car, you're going to hear them bump some type of sound in the, during the intermissions or going in and out, you know, you know, 
coming back to the show. So, yeah, and speaking of the show, this particular show is happens to be a call-in show. Our numbers, toll-free numbers, 888-627-6008, should you have a burning desire. Uh, if you have a burning desire on the topic that I'm speaking of, fine. If you don't, if you have a burning desire on the topic that you have that you'd like to share with me, feel free to call. As I said, with that, alongside just the culture with the music and the lyrics, because the lyric, the content of the lyrics, they can be fun, they can be happy, they can be vicious. And, and the, the more vicious that the lyrics are for the avid fans of rap and hip hop, the more vicious the lyrics, the better the song, song is liked and appreciated and accepted and taken on. It's just a thing. So, in, in, I, I really appreciate the styles because different people have different styles of their viciousness of, of, or of their swag or their message that they're conveying. Like, uh, I want to speak on, I've been listening a lot to different, you know, aside from my own stuff, because I, I listen to my stuff a lot with, with other people for opinion's sake, as well as just, uh, that's what we're doing at the time, you know, working on my stuff. And, but I've been listening to a lot of the Lil Wayne latest album, that, that latest album, that's pretty heavy. He's disclosing a lot of stuff on there. He's given up some stuff about his, himself as well as the industry. And he's doing what I like to say a lot of what he's saying on there is what I like to do on this show is, you know, um, to advance you in a way with something that I feel you may not know. And I realize he's not speaking to everyone on this particular album, but everyone can benefit from it if you listen to it. So that's what I do. I just try to get in there and try to get what I can get out of it because I'm the first to say I know I don't know everything. <laughs> the more I learn and find out, the more I realize I don't. Of course, every show, that's the local fire department, right next door to the studio here. And as I always say, when I hear it, I ask my listeners to say a prayer, because they may be en route to save someone's life. But back to the topic, uh, you know, the jail fashion that goes along with uh, the industry, the hip hop industry and with the you know, music industry as a whole. You know, the tats on the face. You know, I was thinking to him the other day, speaking of fashion, why is it that most guys, especially guys, only don a tie or a suit, you know, guys who don't normally wear that, when they have to go to court? I wonder why is that? Man, I thought about it for a while, and it came to me. And what came to me was it's because it's serious and you want to respect it. And the simple form, that the simple form came to me because it's serious and I want to respect it. The same 
manner, I would go to like a funeral. Someone I'm paying my respects. It's serious. And I want to respect it. I'm going to wear black. I'm going to wear a jacket. I'm going to wear a suit, a tie, a shirt, white shirt, something, a collar. I'm going to respect it in that manner. I'm not going to wear a T-shirt or whatever I wear, you know, a golf shirt or whatever, a slingshot, a wife beater. I'm not going to wear that in there showing my tats and stuff. I'm going to, you know, don a suit or a shirt and a tie or a collar, shirt with a collar on it, sleeves, button up, button down. Yeah, because it's serious and I want to respect it. And I thought about it a little further. I wonder what would happen if a person who wore the suit or the shirt and the tie to court and normally wouldn't wear it anyone else because he wanted to respect it and it was serious. I wonder if he took that attitude and carried that attitude everywhere, every day. Not just to court because it's serious and you want to respect it but just out your front door on your daily because you're serious and you want to respect it, meaning yourself, just in a form, just to say in the same manner, not that it takes a suit, in my opinion, or a shirt and a tie, it's just that you put that on this person in particular, whoever this person may be, use your own imagination if you like, because we've all seen it. What's the thinking behind putting on the shirt, the tie, the suit, or whatever, you know, with the collar, something you normally wouldn't have on to go to court because it's serious and you respect it? Maybe a little fear mixed in there with that, but it's serious and you respect it off the top. So to carry that attitude everywhere would uh, give you a different mindset. It would be a walking in a big ass federal courtroom type of mentality. We're not scared. But you're, you're, you're alert. You're up. You're respectful. You're being respected. People are calling you, sir. You may be in there. They may be ready to throw the book at you and the bench and a few shields, too. But they're respectful. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Over here, over there, over here. Everyone's respectful. You got your suit on, head down, moving, bobbing, moving around, letting people through, respectful. Yeah. What if you took that? attitude and carry that everywhere, every day. Isn't that something? Just like when you walk into the courtroom because it's serious and you respect it. That's what came to me. So, not that it takes a suit, shirt, tie. I mean, yeah, you go through different lengths. The combing of the hair, making sure your nails are clean, this, that, and the other. I've seen it over and over too many times. I know it's not something I'm thinking about or I saw on the local uh, 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 NCIS show or something like that, one of the you know, shows on TV. No, this is something I know. I've seen too many times. But if you took that attitude, you know, that's serious and because you respect it, attitude everywhere, every day out the door, your own door, your door, you carry that attitude everywhere, every day, results change because that's what you're looking for in the courtroom you're looking for a sweet result so that's why you're in there on up up you're on up because you're looking for a sweet result and just uh 
it's just a good thing to know because it just goes along with, as I talk about on the show, uh, being made and getting made because now you're taking on your own thing. You know, you're, you're going to, you're going out and you're going to get your own respect. You're going to get it because you're going to walk out like as though you were walking into one of those big federal courtrooms. For some people, it takes a state courtroom. For me, it was a federal. That was an entirely different look for me. Different attitudes, strictly business in there and no nonsense. Unless it's the judge you want to talk about some nonsense. Other than that, everybody else stoic, straight ahead. This is what it is. Bing, bing, bing. And that's it. Everybody. Attorneys, everybody. DA, everybody. It's that serious in there. So, You want to walk in there right because it's serious and you want to respect it. But if you carry that attitude everywhere, the results should change. Just keep in mind, you know, I like talking about we set the tone, how I set the tone. Even every day I set the tone with a hello. When you step into my car, I set the tone with the hello that I give. So it's the same thing with the you want to step into the courtroom. But it doesn't have to be a courtroom. Stepping through your front door, going out, that's the courtroom. It's big. It's respectful. It's serious. So that should tie right in together. But, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's all in the... It's all in the move. It's all in the role, if, if you will. It's all in the role that you have to play to step out Respect it and recognize that it's serious. When you step out your own door, take that same attitude with you everywhere. And just a side note, front note, and you know, and to go along, you know, right along with what I'm saying, in case there's anyone who's listening, not that I know that there's anyone that's listening, but that one person, even if it's just that one person that I'm always talking about, if you don't know your role in life. Do yourself a favor and do all that you can. This is worth investigating. Do all that you can to find out what it is. Or you'll always be offbeat. I see it every day when a person don't know their role. I see it even in relationships. When one of the individuals in a relationship not really confident about their true role. You can see it. They're playing it off. They're getting by. They're doing well. They're doing okay. But then you can see it. You can feel it, see it. And see it again. Not confident in their role. So, as I said, if anyone out there who's listening needs to hear that, if you don't know your role in life, do all that you can to find out what it is, because that's what it's about. And if you don't, you're, you're going to always be offbeat, so to speak, with your program or your lifestyle or trying to fit in. And I, I mean, not that I'm looking right at you saying that that's you or something, but you can easily look at yourself and say if that fit or not. You know, then, you know, and I learned a little word to go with that today, but I want to put it with that today. But I learned it about a week ago. It's ludite. And it means refuse to change or in my you know, interpretation of it, it's refusing to change or take on new ways or new things. So don't be a ludite. With your lifestyle. You know, that ain't me. And then unless it's not you. And you just, you know, good where you're at. 
But if you're not good where you are, that's why I let off saying, in case anyone listening needs to hear this, because if it don't apply, just you know, go ahead and let it fly. Don't even worry about it. Just let, let it roll right past you. But if it applies, if it's applicable to you, if you happen to be listening, you would want to know what your role is in life, whatever that is. That I'm comfortable with what I do and how I do it, whether it's the music, this broadcasting. Of course, for anyone who listened to me before or can go back to the podcast and listen to the first one, of course, I had to get comfortable because I didn't start off comfortable. You know, but as I said on the show, I had to bring my fears with me on the show and let them talk on the mic, too, until I had to learn how to quell them and sit them to the side. They're sitting right to the side of me now. So, as I said, in case anyone who's listening need to hear this, if you don't know your role in life, do all you can to find out what it is. Because that's what I'm doing. That's what I did. That's what I'm continuously doing now. When I come and uh, you know approach this microphone for this show, you know it's I got a courtroom mentality because it's serious and you know I respect it. And I care about it, you know, what I'm doing. And I really feel that I'm doing what I was put here to do. And, and for me, it's a legacy changer and just a, you know, just a great benefit to my own life. So thank God I wasn't a Luddite. Yeah. And with that, the refusing to change, that's just, that could be difficult at times, you know. And the thing is... uh that's got to be a want. That's got to be a sick and tired until you're sick and tired type of thing. You know what I mean? For change, for any reason, for anything, doing anything, whether it's drugs, crime, bullshit, cheating, gambling, smoking, getting high, getting drunk, getting low, getting back high. Doesn't matter. It takes, you know, the willingness to be ready to do whatever you're ready to do to get this up off of you and step on to the next one. Because it's a journey. You can be, be done with that. Like I told one guy, can he get, he wanted 20, 15 or $20. I told him, be honest with what you want to do with it. He went to buy some cocaine. I said, man, nobody's smoking cocaine anymore, man. You outdated. Nobody's smoking that shit no more. What you doing? Jay Leno, everybody talked about their cocaine usage. Uh, the guy, Bill Handel, here locally, I listen to on the radio. All these people talk about the cocaine use. That's, that's played out. That's oh, I use coke with many celebs and just other people. That played out. He looked at me like I was crazy. I said, man, you back days. Man. You got, you're going to use some kind of drug. You got to step with the time. Nobody using that shit no more, man. He just looked at me. I said, man, I used to use cocaine. I know what I'm talking about. It's no, it's, nobody's doing it. Probably but you. And he looked at me. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to step up with the times. You know what year this is? Of course, I was going to give him some money anyway, but I had to let him know. You know, it's like talking to a person or a young lady, more specifically about smoking. What, in my opinion, what's my best angle for me? If I, because I detest smoking, you know, cigarettes anyway. But if I saw a young lady smoking, I would say, you know what that's going to do to your skin by the time you turn forty, right? And just try to strike and, and attack her vanity. 
because it will. I mean, it's gonna. It may, and it might not, but it may. You know, could change you, make you look sixty by the time you're forty. That's a good look for you. And uh, the average woman don't want that look. I don't think not at forty. So yeah, you don't want to look twenty years old. You're trying to look twenty years younger. That's the name of the game. So that that goes along with when you're attacking something, you're trying to change something. Uh, it's okay to gain a wise fear to go with that. You want to gain a wise fear for that is in with just walking, going out your door, as I was talking about with the serious, you know, because it's serious and you respect it. You want to gain a wise fear and also put that wise fear in there. See, I had, when I say I had to cuff my spear, my fear that's sitting right beside me now. It's, I'm to a point I have a wise fear now. I, I know I got a place for it, a slot for it. It's just not all over the place. I'm just scared. Of what? Just scared. Of what? Everything. So I don't have that. I have a wise fear. And what it does for me is, of course, it keeps my head on a swivel. I've had this wise fear for quite some time, but now I've learned to know what it is because I look at it and call it for what it is. I don't fake myself out like, oh, fear... Uh, it's not really, it's not real. False evidence appearing real, like they say, uh-huh, until it started working. So what I've done is to just, my, with myself, is to gain a wise fear, and that's why I can talk about it, you know, because I walk with it and I work it every day, and I use it every day, because I, I meet strangers every day, and I'm okay with it. And whatever power that you know, I may have, I use it to make sure I'm okay. And I use it to make sure that particular person or persons are okay. And it's a wise fear. So it just depends on the individual. If it's a person that's, uh, that can become aggressive, I know they can, I can feel, I know you can just by one sentence, you may not even been talking to me. You could have been talking to your buddy sitting next to you, but I can get it out of you then I'm going to give something to spread over the, in, the entire vehicle to, I have to gain that. I have to, I have to have, I have to have, have it, be in control of it. So it'll be okay. And that's just, that guarantees everything when I have control of it. But if the other individuals have control of it, it's all over the place. It could go anywhere. And that's, I can't allow that to happen. So we, I've learned how with that gaining a wise fear that helps me in, in reading this stuff. Not just my head on the swivel spinning around like I'm, I'm the male black exorcist or something. No. My head on the swivel, not that it's moving around so much. My ears are part of that without turning. So that, and that's part of my wise fear, if I can explain it. It's the best way, I mean, I feel I can give it to you. And namely because you want to put this on it. On, if you can, you want to try to put this and apply this to what you already have, what you're doing, is because what you seek is normally, as they say, seeking you. And to go along with that, hopefully those who are in earshot who can hear this can handle this if you see God keeping you to bring God in, just, you know, briefly right there, 
If you see God keeping you, it should be easy to be patient for you and obtain this stuff. If you see God keeping you, like me, I know I see God keeping me. But so I'm saying it that way. If you see God keeping you, then it should be easy for you to be patient. I mean, some things should be easy for you to do if you see God keeping you. And just in my opinion, patience should be one of them. I mean, patience across the board if you see God keeping you. Now, if you don't see God keeping you, you know, I'm just saying maybe do a few more sets and just, it's, you know, it's maybe it become easier for you to be patient in that regard, too. But if you see God keeping you, it should be easy for you to be patient. So. One more time, if you just happen to see it, everybody don't see it. But if you could see it, meaning God keeping you, it should be easy to be patient. And then we're going to scratch patience out and put whatever other word you need right there if you see God keeping you. But for sure, I know if you see God keeping you, it should be easy, that word right there. That's the word I meant to put in there. It should be easy to be patient. It should be. It should. If you see God keeping you. So to go alongside with that is having a good attitude is key for me. I told you the hello. Not faking it, but a hell, you know, a righteous hello. So I need to make sure I'm good in the morning before I even get out and give people what I got to give them. Whatever it's going to be. Because if I'm not right coming out, then what I'm giving them is going to be, oh, it's going to be bad. It's not going to be right. Just like I'm not right at that time. So in order for me to give them the good I want to give to people, I need to be right when I come out in the morning first. So having a good attitude is key. And if you wake up and don't have one, then go try to get one. Put something on. Put, some, put something on. Put something else on, different than what you wear, to make you feel better. Put some different type of music on to make you feel better. Play some 70s disco. Play some 70s rock, classic rock. Play some Disney, something you don't even listen to. Way different. Then go listen to the stuff you hear all the time. But just because having a good attitude is just so much of the key. I can't stress it enough. And then I want to add to that because having a good attitude is real important. But having a good attitude towards others, and you got to make sure you include yourself because that's, you know, we're talking about having a good attitude. Who are you a good attitude? Who's it for? Well, like I just said, it's for my clients I encounter and the people I encounter every day. I want to get in the car and say, Hey, how you doing? Or top of the morning. How you good morning to you? We, you know, we don't set the tone with this. Even if you got to fake it and give it back. Hi. Uh, you know, we, that we, we singing now. See, we, this is the song that we're on. Stemming from the first hello, the first greet. So the make sure you include yourself part is very important. So why are you having a good attitude, G? 
Well, I said, get when the others get in the car, I'm saying hi. Damn. No, not just that. You have to make sure you include yourself. You have to have a good attitude, G, for you. I have to have a good attitude for me so I can stand me, so I can be okay with me. So I want to be not, I got to be around me, but so I want to be around me so I can be okay with me. I have to have a good attitude because if somebody pissed me off, look over, well, you, fuck 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 you. And we just make a song out of it and then take it from there to looking and blinking and throwing some more fuck using to wherever it leads. During the fuck use, if I was doing that, I would hate that guy, not meaning the other guy, me. I would hate me. If I did that, I would hate me. During it, while I'm doing it, I would hate it. And then damn sure after, I would be like, man, that's some stupid shit you just did there, because I've done it. So I'm like, having a good attitude towards myself is the key. First. I don't like that. I want a good attitude, so, you know, to experience with me. I mean, because often, I mean, it happens sometimes. It's possible you can get pissed at yourself for whatever reason. They just sabotage stuff. Relationships, jobs, business, money, self. And that's why I say attitude is the key. Because it opens doors. You close them too. But usually, you know, when you, it's a bad attitude, you, you close them the door yourself. Because as I say, when you, when you rolled around with that not liking yourself because of a bad attitude that you woke up with or you just carry around with yourself and you sense others don't like it and then you sense you don't like it finally, that's, that's not fun. That's a, that's a cold, dark place that you got to, you know, walk down the street with. In the sunlight. It's, it's, that's pretty wicked. To be walking down the street. In the sunlight. In the dark place. So that. that having a good attitude is key. But not just for others. Of course for others. But not just for others. More importantly for me. So I can share it with others. Because I can't transmit nothing I don't have. No way. So I have to make sure that I get it and so I'm able to convey it, whether it's in the car. That's mainly what I'd be speaking about. But even here on this show, on the podcast, whoever's listening, whoever get a chance to listen. I mean, up to a point where the people who listen to this show, that ain't even born yet, because that may be my audience. I don't know, because once it's up in the air, that's where it is. So that's what that's what I'm saying. So it's what is very important. For me, what I convey, because I, you know, when it's, and I stress the point of having a good attitude over and over again. I don't mind doing it because it ain't easy, especially coming out of what you're coming out of. Nothing's easy when you're coming out of what you're coming out of. You got to look at it. But it's like, and just in my opinion, of course, through my experience, you have to, each individual have to be put in a position or put in a place or a situation where you can see to learn or grow. You can see to grow. You gotta earn your growth. I do, that's for sure.
for me to be able, you know, to be talking with you, do you know, via a podcast or on a live show here. That's growth. That's huge for me. I mean, I work with people all the time every day, but I'm not looking for nothing. The thing is, I'm giving. This is just a thing I have. This is a deal. It's just part of the deal. I got to go back to that early show because that's what it is. That's the best way to explain it because that is what it is. It's just part of the deal. And I got to say that, you know, I, I like to take an approach where as uh, you know, I was talking about not blaming, of course. But I got to look at just, you know, when I, it goes along with the good attitude and the change and all that. And patience. And seek and find. It goes along with all that. And that's Trump. And to go a little deeper, it's more specific, make America great again. He put that out there, and people did all type of stuff with it. Some hate it, some like it, like anything else. Some hate it, some like it. Well, I like to say, well, what part do you play? But, you know, speaking to myself. If you don't see any part you play, don't trip. You don't have to look, make a part you play if you're not in it. But what part do you play in it? And what he said. Well, he said, I don't play any part because I don't have nothing to do with it. He said it. But did you look? Because if you're just flipping off, thinking something, okay, but did you look? Did you at least take a look? Or you're just spouting something, whether you're feeling, you're spouting a feeling back out without investigating anything, including yourself. Because from what I see, it's quite a few people doing their part unknowingly making America great again alongside the meaning Trump had. I'm talking about black people, white people, Mexican people, male and female, just with that through people's actions. So if you're doing something negative towards a positive, And he's bashing you about it. And you're not trying to make your situation any better or the situation any better from your end so it could be better for you. Then you're siding with him, in my opinion. Because the Make America Great Again statement is a throwback. And black people and Hispanic people Poor white people advance from that time. But if you're going to act and carry on as though it was that time because of a situation happening in this time, you're making America great again the way it was. That's just my opinion. That's all it is. Because a whole lot of things look like I was there in the 60s in Chicago. I'm old. I'm 64. So it's like you got to I mean, you got to look at it. The Make America Great Again thing. What part are you playing that you don't see? And I can go in depth on it. 
I think that's another t uh, particular type of show. It's just my opinion, of course. But because this show is not about jab jugging, jabbing, stabbing, and you know, juking or hurting anyone's feelings. Because that subject would, because that great make America great again thing, you got to really take a look at it and ask yourself, forget about what he said, who said it, so forth. What am I doing? What did G mean by that? Well, let me look at myself. What am I doing? Because if you're doing some throwback shit on the negative, is what I mean, in essence, if you're doing some throwback shit on, in a negative you're making America great again alongside with Trump. Not saying you're making America great again in another way. I didn't say that. I say you're making America great again, meaning the same thing Trump means, whatever he means. You have to ask yourself, what am I doing? Yeah, what, 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 am I doing anything to make America great again like Trump's speaking of? For the people who, you know, don't like what he's saying? Then you won't see it if you're busy looking at him. You can't see yourself. There's no way in the world you can see yourself if your eyes are always focused on what he's talking about, what he's doing. No way. Can't do it. Your focus is over there. So it's like, everyone, just in my opinion, that's why I talk about me. Let me just focus on making G better, making, tell people about how G's doing it. That's it. Without bringing anybody else in, you know, anything, any of that, because it's a, for one, it's an inside job, and it's damn no sure a solo job as well. Ends and begins with you. In this case, with me. If you can identify, and if you qualify, then you. But of course, me. <laughs> so the thing is, it's like. Back to the attitude, it's it's everything for me. As I said, it starts with a hello. And I've spoken about it before, but to go more in depth on it, it's like, that getting pissed at yourself part is real important. Nobody's gonna admit it. Nobody does it, of course, but me. Nobody has done it but me. But if anybody else out there can identify with that, when you pissed at yourself because of your attitude, because of a situation, because if you roll it all the way back, it rolls back to something. That puts you in a position to sabotage stuff, all type of stuff. When you look at it, and I can't say, look at that, you just did it. You sabotaged that over there. No, you got to look at that to see if you sabotaged anything. You got to look. And it rolls back. So it rolls back to something. I mean, I see it all the time. Done it all the time. But I can remember sabotaging some stuff and it, saying that I was doing it. Yeah, I'm doing this on purpose. I'm locked in over here doing a particular life. I'm living a lifestyle and I really can't afford to live this one that you want to live over here. I can't do it. So I'm going to sabotage it. In a nice way, but I'm going to tear it up. Happens all the time. I see it every day. And hear it. And it's mainly because when you add in, it's just don't like the person but, or the situation. But towards 
It's just when you're towards yourself, when you're pissed at yourself without even knowing. Oftentimes, I can remember times I was pissed at myself and didn't even know I was pissed at myself until I had to start facing it. The hot thought. What makes me get a hot thought about something? What pisses you off? What's a, what's a good piss-off push, uh, uh, you know, a push word or emotion? I had to start looking at myself and gain. That's how I started gaining my wise fear. No popping off. And then when I start really, really, really recognize why I spoke about being easy, when I really recognize God keeping me, that's when it became easy to be patient. That's when there's nothing like I'm like, how many years it take for you to get patient, G? Well, after the third year, I was patient, but now after the fourth, and I got a little more patient. No, I can tell you. When I saw and recognized how God was keeping me, because I didn't keep myself, I got some jailhouse stories that, you know, will roll your socks up and down. But he was keeping me. That's when it became easy for me to be patient. I didn't trip. I didn't trip. It became easy. It became easy. That's why I use that word. And I like easy. I don't know in too many things that's easy. I know some things that are simple to do. But not a lot of stuff out that's easy. Because, you know, easy could be troubling. But it's not, you know, it's easy. Because I was confident in him keeping me. I saw it. I felt I know it. You know, so it's got easy for me. And it must be because I got more confident. I was assured inside. I was still locked up. I was assured. I was confident. It just I flowed with it. So, and it was because of I knew that I saw him keeping me. So for anybody that that know, because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there know a whole lot more than me about every subject it is. God, feeling, soul, spirit, everything. If you see God keeping you, it should be easy to be patient about everything. And maybe you're saying, well, gee, I am patient because it is easy. <laughs> well, <laughs> bully, bully for you. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing because, you know, to find that is a great ease. You know, I, and I get told that all the time. Well, you're so confident. You're so not confident so much, which I'm confident, very confident. But you're so uh, at ease or even keeled or comfortable. And I am because the people who are saying this or complimenting me or not, I got to look out for as well as myself. And I am. I am. So I got to make sure. You know, I don't need to be, well, had you not just did that, that wouldn't have. No, no, you can't see everything. But as I say, you can pay attention, be cognizant and not lose focus. Any service that you're providing, I, I'm looking for that. That's why I only go to specific places. <laughs> Even on my Instagram account, I post a lot of the same places, the rest, different restaurants, whatever, around the city that I attend and go to that I like. Because mainly because of not just the food, the service. The service is very important to me because I do all I can to render, you know, a maximum service to people. It's important. Especially if they're under your care. And shout out to any caregivers out there because that's just a huge, huge responsibility. You have to have, in my opinion, a certain heart, certain head. All that to go. Listen, shout out to any 
caregivers out there. Because that's major. Yeah, that's maximum caring. I had a friend, speaking of that, told me that she once cared for the guy, Monty Hall. Yeah, I think I remember. I was going to try to remember the show. Monty Hall, because I hadn't had it written down or anything. And she was telling me she saw him out, meaning till his last day. And I just was, my, my mouth was open. What? Because I grew up watching Monty Hall, Let's Make a Deal, in Chicago. Now I'm meeting a young lady, and she's telling me that she was his caregiver to his, to his last day. That's deep. And I'm like, why? Well, I'm like, look, I just mouth open, looked, didn't say, couldn't say nothing. I'm like, what? That was just big for her to tell me that. What? Now, of course, that in my own family, my sister. I love her to death. My old sister, she was a major main caregiver for my mom, rest in peace. So that, you know, affected me when she told me that about Money Hall. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's really something there. That's, in my opinion, takes a special person, a very special person with a caring heart and a little bit more, well, a lot more for people. That's not easy. So, yeah, just that... Uh, just increases your confidence level, in my opinion, to gain that wise fear. Because to face, that's like, I would imagine, facing uh, your worst fears. Like they have the shows on TV, the guy jumping out the plane or whatever. You know, to face the fear. But to gain a wise fear for me, there's so much stuff to be afraid of, even inwardly. Just, you know, the unknown and the unsure and all the other uns. So to undo the uns, to gain that wise fear, because I'm still recognizing the fear that the people say that ain't there, you know, that ain't real. But I'm just, you know, I'm going to turn it into something else. I'm going to update it and reboot it and put some dubs on it. And I'm going to make it a wise fear. It's going to be fear still, but it's going to be a different type of fear. I'm going to do, I'm going to make it like more of like a, like a, um, Like a like a Spider Man fear, you know, going to enhance it. Yeah, and that's going to make it work better for me, because that that wise fear will keep me alert, and it'll keep me seeking, and not being afraid to seek, you know, because what I'm supposed to seek may be down that street, but the fear, you know, is keep is tripping me up. So let me wisen up my fear and I can be able to, you know, transport it a lot better with the wise fear if I change it up. So because I believe this, oh, no, I don't have fears. I have no fear. No fear. Who are you playing? No. Who are you playing? Yourself? No fear. Hmm. Okay. But for me to gain a wise fear, it's like I can turn it, you know, mold it into something better for myself. And that having that wise fear was able, that's how I was able to see God keeping me. It was the wise fear, you know, that gave me that extra ability when it kicked in. When it kicked in as a wise fear, a whole lot of things changed for me. You know, my, my seeking changed. You know, I was able to 
you know, tread a little bit better. My journey got, I started appreciating my journey more. Even while I was still in, I'm like, okay, because I see, you know, I'm looking at some steps. So I just started appreciating my journey more once I started gaining the wise fear or recognizing the wise fear because I hadn't gained anything yet. I don't think. But for, for me to recognize that I, you know, need to adopt this wise fear. You know, and uh, it just helps with so much, helps with listening and talking. And it's like uh, one of the best things. I'm just glad that I was able to uh, talk about it on this show this week because it's so important. Because I mean, right now we're, in a, we're, in, we're living in a time where we have to combat so much stuff out there. As, as, as I said, we talk about the box. I talk about the box all the time. To know what the box is first and then say, I think outside of it. Because to say you think outside of the box, and you may just be opening the window. You didn't go out, you didn't go outside because the box is so huge. How are you gonna get outside of it if you don't know the size of it? You may have to take an Uber to get outside the box. So know what it is first and then tackle it. So that's why I like talking about how big the box is. It's cool to just to stay even keeled, just take a break sometimes because the box is at least step back to look at it. Because I was always instructed and taught you take low G, you can see what's above you. And that's when I started, as I said, it's one of the things that I know that he was keeping me. When you take, if you just take low, you'll be able to see what's above you. And those simple things, because I'm a pretty simple person. I like to be extravagant with other stuff, but I'm a pretty simple person and I need to have it in that form that's given to me so I can get it. See? So when it was given to me like that, my chess game and life got better. I was able to move differently. I was able to move better. I don't have to sabotage so many important pieces. Some rooks, I mean, some pawns got to go. But I don't have to sabotage too many important of my, more of my important pieces. Because, you know, that just, that's the wise fear. So, now it's the thing, and it's like, you know, so much changing. Everything's you hear. I talk to people all day and from different places, and uh, I get some good stuff, man. I get some real, real good stuff from people from all walks of life, from all over the country and all over the world. And, you know, and it's just a blessing for me to be able to, you know, talk about the made show, the get made show to them, and they be like, oh, "Really? How can I listen?" And that's just an enlightenment. And that's a you know good thing. And I love promoting and love talking about it. And, you know, love saying some things that I feel can not just address a situation. You know, let's talk about Trump. No, saying some things that I feel that can enhance a person. It's like I say, you know, it's about just helping the next per next individual. Not, I'm not even on an everybody trip. It's not like that. It's like uh, whoever I can, I'm there. Like that. It's on that one. And uh, it's, it, 
I couldn't have a greater honor for me. It may be greater honors for others, but for me, it's not a greater honor. To and with that, I want to thank each and every one for taking the time out to listen to me talk about the subject matter that I felt that is so necessary to talk about today. And I want to wish you a great week ahead. First of all, a great rest of the Sunday, because it's still early. It's 3 o'clock here in L.A. And a great rest of the week. Take care of yourself out there and those around you. Peace.